This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned, Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. This is the Ruskin and Sack Podcast, brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. I have, have of this uh, whole um, uh, ailment over the last few weeks, today is the worst day of hearing. Like, I'm really cranking up to volume on these headphones to, yeah, really to get through to, this uh, thing I here. I woke up this morning with a sore throat, so I want to oh, thank you for whatever... Tropical- oh, it had nothing to do with you being in a, in a poorly ventilated, crowded gym last night. It's all my fault. Okay. Yes. All right. Fair. I see Absolutely. how it is. I wouldn't say it's poorly uh, ventilated. There are plenty of holes in the ceiling. <laughs> well, <laughs> there was water on the floor. Yeah. You I mean, got a point there. Thank right? you. They had the doors open. What's that blue dot up there? Right. That's, That's the sky. The sky. <laughs> That's what that is. That's, that is the whirly bird overhead searching for people. Arkansas's favorite uh, DQ is here. Uh, hi, DQ. Hi. DQ's, uh, she's on a low energy day. She's in uh, battery saver mode. DQ, oh. what's going on? That's Why? not even true. It is. That's I asked you how wrong. your day was going, and you said it was mid. Yeah, Zach, you're making it mid. Yeah. What did I do? You said my office was gross, but the it reason... No, it's not. You said that there was trash everywhere, but you put the trash on the ground. Oh, you made the The mess. statement is accurate. The cause... You know, is well, you on a level of let's get real here. Let's get real here <laughs> on a level of one to I'm quitting. How close are you right now? I'm not that close, but okay. I did God. throw out the trash that I put on her floor on her windowsill yesterday. I did do that. I put I threw it away. The windowsill that's rotting away yes. in there. Okay. Yes, that one. That yes, one. I put some trash up there just because I know she's so OCD about this stuff. So no. I put like a little wad of paper up there, but they did throw that away. I did. They are um, unfortunately today during the show they are not showing the Polar Express, mm. although they may uh, they show it tonight after they the might, coaches' right? show. Stick around, uh, roll in the TV. Abner you know. would like to know how many pencils are in DQ ceiling seven. Yeah, I saw them, and I, I and I put them in a place where I don't think she can reach them. I can reach them. You do not help her. <laughs> Under any circumstances, do not help her. I've also uh, placed a thumbtack uh, up high enough that she can't get. Well, it. nobody can get that down. It's well, a little little thing. Yeah. So, yeah. But I did throw the trash. Very mature. <laughs> very mature. We work at a very mature hey, workplace. She here. should not have censored my uh, my my poll question. Oh, the one about the you know, okay. Is that what this is all about? Yeah, is that the root of all this? He didn't even tell me it was a poll question. I asked if I he could. He just use... asked about a word. Right, and I, I said, said no, I... you probably shouldn't use that. <laughs> well, it's the center Woman of, the of ill question. repute it's... is the word you know we're looking <laughs> it's, for. It's, it's a term, it's actually. The center of the, it's the center of the poll question. Well, okay. So, as you can see uh, here. Uh, here's we... a great question. Do the people of Butterfield Trail even know Sam Pittman's win-loss record? No, they don't even know their names. That's why the Well, perfect, that's why it's a perfect have crowd. They're going to a sign that says applause, and they'll be like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put, put the blinking light you, on. And... As long as you can put your hands together and not suffer, you know, like a metatarsal fracture, you're good to go. Again, <laughs> zero, s- t- zero tennis ball night. Anybody at Butterfield Trail. Got to have go. strong hands. Right. Got to have strong hands. Okay. The questions are already pre-planned. Oh, it's very. Uh, yeah. We're very. We're keeping this very close to yes, the vest. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. DQ, would keeping you be this willing to in-house. go over there? Mm, I don't know. Okay. I feel like we need a correspondent in case something well, weird none happens. Well, none of us are old enough. I mean, if you're it's not like they take calls where something no. weird could happen. Would might actually, you know, if 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 Pittman had to take a call, 
on a call-in show that was ripping him, he'd probably handle it pretty well, and it would probably like you know score points with some people. You know, they'd be, I like the way he handled that. Right. People would say, but uh, he's not going to be put in that position because they're not taking calls on the uh, on the coaches show as they do at some places. But uh, they're not. Uh, yeah. They're not doing that here. Yeah. Might help him out in the long run. I, I you think th- about it. But. I think tonight will be a very upbeat, very positive. Well, um, this is it. Like, this is it. Saturday. This is it. You don't beat these guys. Oh, um, no, no, no. You're not making it to uh, Thanksgiving. There could be uh, a Sunday announcement. Absolutely. Now, you beat these guys and then take a 70-point beating. You know, the week. What is, okay, somebody somebody has to explain to me. Because uh-huh. I, I don't pay attention to the uh, the whole social media thing, but... What is this Missouri stripe-out deal? Oh, yeah. Because they're going to come in here now, and take your lunch money. That's just, what they're going to do. I'm curious if this is just some sort of internet hoax. Is it somebody trying to stir up trouble? Is yes. it Arkansas trying to artificially put a chip on their shoulder? How? Do, oh, you believe this is an inside job? I believe job. this is an inside Whoa. job. Whoa. I think it's an inside wow. job coming from over there trying to get people to go to the game. Are they smart enough to pull that off? Absolutely not. Okay. I didn't think so. So somebody... I, I just think that this is it's coming from someone in red to try and get a bunch of people into the stadium. But there is a, a graphic floating around the internet uh, showing how the stadium will be striped out in black and gold. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I need someone to, to tell me if this is real. Because if it's real, I'm willing to help. You are. Yes. I haven't said which side I'm willing to help. But I'm willing to help. Willing to help. Well, we know which side you're willing to help. That's right. The black and gold side. <laughs> That's that's the side you're willing to help. It's like Ty said, we uh, we bathe in a bucket of their tears. That's, that's what we do here. Yeah, occasionally. Yeah. It was just uh, uh, I, somebody explain it to me. I, I would really appreciate that because I saw it today and I'm like, you know, if they pull this off, that is probably the greatest coup d'etat since uh, baby Doc Duvalier. No one knows who that is. Are you Dennis Miller now? <laughs> Babe, it's the biggest coup d'etat since baby Dr. Volier. DQ, could you Google uh, coup d'etats and just give me like a list? Because the baby Dr. Volier has got to be like in the top three. Uh, but yeah, it's got to be. It's the biggest <laughs> coup since the Bastille, babe. Like Dennis Miller over here. No I, like, I like references use, too smart I like for the room. the word coup d'etat. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. Oh, man. It's the biggest coup since Mussolini, babe. 1935. Well, that wasn't, wasn't really a coup, but okay. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah, so, so that's what... Uh, that, that Now, here's a question. Now, the, the 479, is Missouri going to come in here and kiss our girl? No, sir. If oh, they, they're if they're they, going to third base if, if they, they strike, strike the stadium, they strike folks. they this out, they're, they're, they're going to... You know, they've completed the deal. That's right. They're going your, to third base. In your living room. That's right. With you watching. Yes, correct. But you know what? I thought about this. Uh-huh. Maybe uh, maybe some Hog fans are into it. You know, the whole, uh, you know, no, the, 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 no, they're into it. No. Secretly, no, they're into no, it. Maybe that's what it, it is. seems bad. Just saying. What other explanation could there be? You're going to let this happen. I mean, come on. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious about this stripe out thing. Um, and then DQ searching coup d'etat. So we got a lot going on. Good. Okay. Good. Good. We're good. on a quest. Uh, somebody with a bingo on coup d'etat early. Yeah, I need the <laughs> others. That, uh, yeah, what's I, the rest of the card? Before card I take? can award you uh, the, the, the bingo, I got to know what the other four were. <laughs> Who was the coup d'etat? Baby Doc Duvalier. 
Haiti. Certainly didn't have like 19, baby Dr. Like, Foyer on the bingo card like today. Like Noriega was a coup d'etat. Uh, DQ, question for you. BE would like to know if Missouri comes in here and stripes the stadium out, will you record it from your bathroom? <laughs> oh, boy. That's funny. Oh. That's funny, see? That's a that's a solid callback. You're over here trying to help the Contras you're, next you're, Friday. You're, you're kind of de- delving into Paul Lynch. I know. It's very similar. They're very similar uh, cadences. Yeah, you're you're, you're kind of... Kind of Paul Linding there. Why we'd go dancing, of course. <laughs> All right. That's Paul Lind, for those of you that don't Do you need a reliable roofing company that you can call at a moment's notice? United Roofing and Waterproofing is the answer to your issue. Joey Vivano and his team service commercial, residential, and industrial roofs. Consultations are always free, and you can schedule them online at unitedrw.com. Call Joey at 479-312-7369. That's 312-7369. You can also check out United Roofing and Waterproofing on Facebook and Instagram. Bet Online is your number one source for all of your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right on your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign in today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BLEAV, that's B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. There's a text on the McClarty Daniel hotline. My family and I are going to the Missouri game. We enjoy watching car wrecks. Oh, come on. Haven't they suffered enough? If to they, quote the great okay. Beano Cook. They're, they're going to win. They're going to win this weekend. But <laughs> that game, Black Friday, day after Thanksgiving, depending on what the weather's like, could be, um, that could be lightly attended. And yeah, it, would give, right. it would give Missouri fans an opportunity to go in there and do this invasion that they're talking about. Yeah, they're planning an invasion, a ground invasion. And yeah, okay, um, so so Nate just sent this to us, and yeah, Nate and Fable just sent us this thing, and it says Battle of the Ozarks, uh, Mizzou, uh, Mizzou versus Arkansas, and then and then they've got the stadium striped out. Yes, but it it comes from an Instagram account that is an Arkansas Instagram account. Uh oh, oh, so it's is, an inside job. I, I don't know, I I don't know, but. This is clearly something that um, that somebody put some time into. Right. And if they do, look, it's one thing. If teams that traditionally travel well take over your stadium when you're having a bad year. Missouri has like a, eight fans. Yeah, yeah. And they come in and they stripe out your stadium? That would be, never happen to Bud Walton. Well, it might, you know, 10 years ago. Pelfrey was here. It might have That would never happen. Not, not with Missouri. But they're feeling it right now, man. They are feeling it. People don't remember how bad basketball was. They would get 4,000 at a game. And in that place, 4,000 feels like 400. I mean, it was, it was, they were bleak times. It wasn't all rainbows and muscle manure, you know. Uh, Chris and Fable says every time Zach says the Hogs will win, they lose. You just screwed us, buddy. I like them by 10. Double Double digits. digits. Absolutely this week. No question. Man, he never stops. (laughs) He never stops. I what? I I think they're gonna win by double digits. They're favored by thirty and a half. You say that every week, though. Yeah, I do. And they lose more than they win. Uh, except that Florida game. Dan in Mount Ida uh, says that um, uh, they're not just coming in to kiss our girl. She's going to leave with child. Oh, there, uh, there is some. Uh, I'm just amazed how um, 
how unwilling to fight people are over this. Like this Mizzou thing. Like Mizzou people come in here, they talk their trash, and Arkansas fans are like, okay, all right, fine. Sounds good, yeah, okay. Like they have no, like they, they don't, they don't have any counterpunch. They also don't have any interest in counterpunching, mm. which is uh, See, um, guys, what they're doing is they're infiltrating you on multiple fronts. They, um, they got the best basketball player in the state in this cycle. They're probably going to get the best football player. They're going to beat you in football. And everybody's just like, eh, what the hell? It's a friendly invasion. But what you, but to uh, to mask the uh, seething, boiling anger underneath the surface, Razorback fans just say it's not really a rivalry. And that's mm. how they, you well, know, emotionally well, kick in, the can down the road. In a way, it's not. Yeah, but it has all the makings of. Um, it's just that um, one side wins all the time. And so <laughs> the other side's uh, tired of that. And so they they try and see when when your opponent wins a lot you have to diminish your opponent to make yourself feel good you know what i mean you you have to you have to uh you know you have to talk down about your opponent when you have um try and bring them down to your level that's what you have to do when you don't have much of a <laughs> record to run <laughs> on come here text of the 479 it's called beaten down <laughs> uh oh boy yeah oh man how about right. that? Now they are hanging their hat on on Trevor Brazil. They did get that guy from Missouri. Yes, yes, that has uh, that has worked out fairly well to uh, this point. Yes. Here's a dumb text uh, out of the four seven nine best basketball player in the state. Are you serious? Yeah, His name's Andrew Botang. Goes to Little Rock Central. Committed to uh, he's the number one player in this cycle in basketball. Yes, I am serious, and he's going to Missouri. But see, this is the response, right? right? Like. It's the instant reaction is to belittle and diminish Missouri because how could Missouri do anything good? They're not us. No, you're. you're but right. that's the you're that's right. the knee jerk reaction there. Um, but um, that's um, that's that's the thing there. Um, anyway, it's uh, it's sad to see the uh, the fight that's gone out of uh, yeah. uh, the people. Now, now here. we're diminishing Anner Botang. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Classy. Okay. Good. good way to job. keep it. Way good to keep job. it classy. Good keep job. it above board. Oh boy! What do y'all want to fight or something? I, you I just, like uh, you, nobody wants like, like a like a Senate hearing. You, you oh want to stand God. up and raise hands? God, don't do this! Don't do this! Here's a text. Sealy's better. All right, I agree with that, but he ain't going here either. No, uh, it doesn't seem that way. Yeah, don't worry about that. That's right. No. God, he looked good last night. Good night. Um. Yeah, I I know. And and Missouri right now is a ton of momentum, man. If a ton, a ton. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. And and Eli will fight you at the Almasonic. He'll, he he knows Eli where it invented is. Fighting. Yeah, exactly. He was the first. It was the first fight there. <laughs> Back in the Wu Pig days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't man. know. I mean, it's just it's all just a whole hot mess. I mean, it's just it's just ridiculous. Uh, but uh, here we are. I mean, there's nothing really anybody can do about it. A uh, not tipping his hand one way or the other, which way this was going to go. And, um, you know, right. here's a text and then he's hundred percent, right. We got extremely unlucky with Mizzou and, uh, the Aggies joining the sec in the midst of our worst run of football in program history. Um, next year you get Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah, bad news. Yeah. People are not you, leaving you the league. Missouri and A&M were bad. They're joining the league. Yeah. There has to be a way to capitalize off this, right? Like Arkansas in football never found a way to capitalize off of Mizzou and AM joining the league. 
but surely there's a way to capitalize in with OU and Texas joining the league. Isn't there? There has to be. Somebody's got to figure that out. I don't know if it's Sam or somebody yeah. else. Well, let, let's see what the mass exodus with Jimbo leaving, what that does to A&M. Because they're, they're going to take a step backwards. They have to. It's inevitable. Not that yeah. there's a big step to take. I mean, they suck right now in football, but... I mean, they're going to take a step backwards depending on who they get, and then they will they will put up a a <laughs> they'll put up a, a national search and they'll come up with somebody where everybody goes, eh, all right, cool. A and M is a, is A and M is a cesspool of wackos, and it yes. is a, it is a place where they they're willing to throw a ton of money at you, but your chances of success are pretty low. They've never done it. They've never no. done it. They won a national title in 1939. That's I stand by what That's I just right. said. Yeah. They've never done it. No, but they have this way of convincing their fans and the media that they're a lot closer to doing it than they actually are. Like, they've pulled off this magic trick where even more so... Now, this place does a great job of convincing their fans they're close to doing something important in football, but they never are. But yet they convince you. They'll put out all the films and everything. Oh, yeah. They convince you they're close. They're not close. But A&M is somehow able to convince people that they're close. Even like national people, and they're not close. They're not. They're they, not close. They're, they don't have a quarterback. And if you're not elite at the quarterback position in this league in particular, you're not going anywhere. You have to start there. Mm-hmm. And if you if you have a guy, well, then you got to build the team around him. But you're not going anywhere. You can be good in this league and not have an elite left tackle. You can be good. You can't be good in this league if you have bad quarterbacks. And A and M has a as a complete quarterback room full of bad quarterbacks. Yeah. Sorry, it, it that uh, sorry, not gonna apologize. You can't <laughs> you you can't be good. Yeah, it is. Um, I it's something else. We've got a battle going on on the uh, on the text. I don't want to respond to all these. I'll just simply say this: what I said was the best basketball player in this state is going to Missouri. I'd say he could play. I don't know. But I said, neither do you, by the way, yeah, Texas. You have absolutely no idea. You don't know. However, nobody knows. The guy who is ranked number one is Andrew Botang at Little Rock Central, and he's going to Missouri. That's the statement. Right. Right. By the people who evaluate right. these sorts of things. So let it go. Right. They're probably going to get the number but, one. But, but this is what we do. Well, it's also is, true. Is when someone from here leaves here, they clearly aren't good enough to be here, so they must not be good enough to be anywhere. Right. And this is our defense mechanism that we do. Because we're insecure babies. That's what we do. So I mean, it's a, it's the same it's the same song and dance time and time again. Whenever anybody uh, feels jilted uh, during the recruiting process. Now let's uh, talk to uh, Melvin and Sheridan here on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. Yes, Melvin. You said a mouthful when you said uh, if you ain't got a quarterback, you don't have a good football team. Now that uh, if the shoe foot uh, if the shoe fits, we got to wear it, right? All I've heard is about what a great quarterback KJ is, and it's always somebody else's fault. Oh, God. We're doing this now. Play- huh? We're doing this now. Do what? We're, Go doing, what? we're doing this. We're blaming KJ. That's what we're going to do. Oh, well, no. Y'all go ahead and, and, and give him all conference. It's okay. Nobody said I don't that. See it. Nobody said that. Well, he ain't he ain't all that. He really ain't. And and uh, really, I guess uh, if you take away the play caller, he 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 surely not all that. And he's gonna he, 
brother, when he got when you pay those folks, they quit trying. And I don't care who who says what. It's just like an NFL running back. You give them the money, it's over. You're not going to get their best. Like the caller said, they need to pay them after the season for the performance they put in, not for for the potential. Well, you're never going to get, get any. Play, you're going to you're going to win two games every year. Getting getting. You're not going to get players doing that. Okay, we're we're we're, we're, we're painting a ve- we're we're creating a very wide swath here. KJ is a good quarterback. Okay, he hasn't had zero help. He's been under duress all year. I mean, if you're getting hit on every other play, you're probably going to be a little gun shy too. He hasn't had a great year. I think he would he would be the first one to tell you that that he has not had a great year. He'd be one of the first people to tell you that. It's not all on him. So you think you think the Texas A and M quarterbacks are are worse than him? I think every one of them. I, you tell me who's better. I, I there's not a guy on that. Uh, I didn't on, on, ask you. There's not, a, there's not a guy I, in the A and M room who's had a better career than KJ has. I'm sorry, but uh, KJ's record, just because you got yards, does not give you the records. And really, uh, he can't carry Matt oh. Jones' helmet. Oh God! <laughs> but we got to go. We disagree. Thank you. TQ, figure out how to put Freddie Coleman on. I'm not doing this anymore. I refuse to sit in here and listen to this. All right. I'm not doing this anymore. KJ. Call Ty, call Freddie Coleman, call somebody. I'm walking away. I'm walking away. This ain't all on KJ. KJ he's had, had, has not had a great year. I think I think he would sit here in an honest moment and tell you, you know what? I didn't have my best year. No. But this ain't all on him. This is this this thing Listen, has been has been jacked from day one. Melvin told us everything we needed to know about Melvin when he used the phrase "those folks." That told us everything we needed to know. That told us everything right there. That's it. That told everything. And you know that's the thing about people like uh like uh, like this is um if you if you give them enough time they will reveal who they really are. You just got to give them enough time. Everybody will tell you who they are eventually. You just got to listen. That's what you got to do. I know this for a fact. If KJ wanted wanted to jump in the transfer portal, there will be plenty of people that would be willing to take him on as a starter, sight unseen. Without ever speaking, dude, job's yours. A lot, a lot of people would be willing to take him. You should be happy he's there because, man, if he wasn't, this thing would be a whole lot worse. A whole lot worse. No, he has not played. He has not had a great year. Totally understand that. Go back and watch him in the Liberty Bowl last year. Go, go back and watch you. Go back and watch what happened when he didn't have him last year. Dude can play. The elite is he an NFL first rounder? No, good college quarterback. You're damn lucky to have him. Well, not according to him, we're not. Uh... Now, there are people out there that don't think KJ is a great quarterback. That's fine. He's not, he's not an elite-level guy. I understand that. He's not a Heisman-level guy. I get it. Also, I've had a whole lot of help. Hmm. KJ ain't the problem. Well, I mean, he hasn't played well. But, I mean, it's um, there, there's 11 reasons on offense why the uh, why the ten. offense hasn't worked. Well, but ten. Hey, well, if you want to count 11, the guy that would call in the plays prior to that. They built an offense that doesn't suit his skill set. 
Hi, everybody. This is Chris George from Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Christmas gifts, weddings, heirloom family treasures. And at Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we only have one sale every year, and it's right now. Every single item in our store is value priced for Christmas. We do custom one-of-a-kind jewelry. If that's what you're looking for, come see us. You can get anything fixed for a Christmas gift. Selection, quality, service, and Christmas red tag prices now through Christmas at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russell. Hey, sports fans, don't let plumbing issues throw you off your game. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric is here to tackle those pesky drain blockages and ensure your water heater is always in MVP form. With Pascal's world-class service, you can count on a winning play every time. Whether it's a quick drain clear or a water heater touchdown, Pascal's got the expertise to keep your home running smoothly. Stay in the game and leave the plumbing to the pros. Schedule your service online anytime at gopascal.com. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Thanksgiving dinner will be memorable this year at the historic Arlington Resort Hotel and Spa in Hot Springs. Thursday, November 23rd from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. in the Venetian Dining Room, you'll have a salad bar, carving station, hot buffet items, and desserts featuring traditional and unique items. Over 12 dine for $58 per person, under 12 for $29, and under 6 eat free. Reservations required. Must have credit card to hold reservations. Call 501-623-7771 or log on at arlingtonhotel.com slash dining for reservations and complete menu items. Super Bowl champion Brett Good has uh, joined us, and uh, we're going to talk some NFL. We're, of course, going to talk about the Razorbacks. And, uh, man, how you been? Been good. How about you guys? Getting ready for a Thanksgiving. Now, do you, like, have to work up to that? Not really. Not really? When you when you play on all the, like, all the holidays, I know one year we did Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's Day, you kind of, you realize it's more of a thing about family, being around your family, especially when you're away. And so um, I don't kind of go all in on it, but I definitely enjoy those moments of getting together with everybody. Is that the year you get popped for the drug test, too? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. You get the three holiday games, <laughs> yes. and you get popped hey, for the drug the, test? The, the, if you play on Thanksgiving, it's awesome, Because especially if you play in Detroit. We'd go to Detroit and play on Thanksgiving, and we would be back watching the other NFL games because it's a 10-30 it's a mm-hmm. game, you know, basically over there. Because it's 11, That's not bad. They, they move everything up to 11-30 Central, and so you get done with the game, you get home, you're eating Thanksgiving meal, you get to have you a couple cold beverages and kind of lay back and watch everybody else. So it's a lot of fun. But you don't want to play the Cowboys because that's a late game. It's a late game, yeah. And but, then it's a long flight home. Yeah, and, it's a long flight home. Yeah. Well, it'd be a fun flight home, though, after a win. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Take that, Cowboy fan. It's just the good teams. Yeah. no, I, We I, had a pretty good record against the Cowboys in Cowboys Stadium. That's what okay. the uh, The Cowboys are uh, doing a nice job of beating up on the uh, bottom feeders this they're, year. They're doing a really good job of it. Uh, they're doing a really good job of it at home, which is typical for Dallas. But, you know, they've got a, they've got a really good defense. Uh, I think this is different than years past. Uh, we'll see if they can, you know, it's all about the playoffs. We know that Philly's a tough game, so they're probably not going to be winning that division. So it's going to kind of go through it on the road. All right. Now it's, we were talking before uh, before we came on about pregame speeches, and and you say you know in the NFL it's not. I mean it's more instructional, but I mean you played for one of the great motivators of all time. You played for Houston Dale Nutt. It's really hard to go to just one bad one because there's a lot more of the not great ones that everybody sees. Because mm-hmm. um, you can always tell when coaches get tight. You know, that, like everything. Jobs are on the line. You know, mm-hmm. it's a tough game. It's a tough opponent. You can kind of go down the line, you know, outmatch or whatever. And so you can always tell. And the guys just kind of, we know what what's expected. You know that you got to go out there and perform. And, and I think those are the teams that, that were the good teams because you played loose and mm-hmm. it didn't really matter what the coach said. You know, you knew you knew what you had to do. So you listen up, all you high school coaches. You don't have to. You know, they know what to do. Yeah, just be yourself. I mean, that's <laughs> the thing. maybe you don't. Well, <laughs> no, but if you're, but people can see through it. I mean, the, these guys that go in there and they try and do the whole, you know certain 
deals to get shirts and everything going at these different mm-hmm. universities. We all know those people. You know, at the end of the day, you just got to be yourself, and, and and that carries a lot lot more weight. So tell me what this week has been like for uh, for 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 the guys over there. Uh, I mean, you get housed, you look flat. How how on earth? I mean, you're a player. How on earth? Do you, when your season's on the line, do you come out and just look like you're completely disinterested? It's it's really interesting because I think a lot of us after the Florida win had a lot more expectations on the Auburn game than we did mm. before the Florida game because we went down there and won, and I think the players did too, but. I think that goes to show is that this group of guys, is they're not used to winning. And so we come off a win, and it looks like they probably celebrated a little bit too much during yeah. the week. Um, radio shows, et cetera, you know, going down the line and everything else, um, which is to be expected. That, you know, after a big win like that, something that Arkansas has never done. So hopefully they regroup. We should obviously take care of business this week, and then we need to look good. I mean, that's the thing. We need to actually take care of business and beat them like we should. I, uh, I just know some of the um... – What's the nice way to say this? Less informed comments we hear from what we do. Having been someone that played, I can't imagine the kind of stuff people are asking you about over the last few days or so. It's nonstop, and and <laughs> it's every player, every you know, every coach, it's family members, it's like every friend that you ever had, ever had your number, all reaching out to you. And then, you know, the other thing is, you think about how bad those recruits, you know, all the all the recruits on official visit that come mm-hmm. in, and they get to see that. And not only are they seeing a really bad performance on the field, but they're seeing all the comments, the fans, and everything else along the way. Talking with uh, Brett Good from the Good Team, Collier and Associates, and I love talking football with you because you're you're very honest about sort of the behind the scenes stuff that we don't think about. And you know, like like you were saying, I, I can't imagine. And, and you're a former player. These guys, I mean, they've got to live with this all week. And I'm, did you see the Polar Express video? I did. Huh. How's that happen? It, it shouldn't happen. I mean, you know, we always had. TV's on in the locker room, and then right before the game started, they'd come by and they'd turn them all off, and there was no access to get a hold of these TVs. Mm-hmm. But I'm assuming that a remote was left, um, and that's usually an assistant that comes through and they miss it. And so, you know, it's a, I, I just don't understand. One, I don't that movie's not that great. <laughs> so, two, I don't know why you're watching that. You know, we hadn't even had Thanksgiving yet. I mean, right. I do have my Christmas tree up right now because my wife. What? She believes get she, out. She loves no, to have get out, you know, get out. And, and it's it's great. Really? And it's already been decorated. Dude, put your foot down. I well, I know shoot. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Come on. Oh. There are there are some hills worth dying yeah. on. This yeah. is not one of them. All right, all right. I so, do that with other arguments. But I, I mean I understand why the TV's there, I understand. But that I'm it's it's not the end of the world, but it's a really bad look on a week when you had a really bad game. Yeah, it, it's really bad. And and that's that's what I don't understand. It's why that's even on. You know, so what they used to do, especially in the NFL after games that you lost, the rest of the week, it wasn't stuff on TV. It wasn't news. It wasn't anything like that. It was all game film. Mm-hmm. So they were just relaying game film the entire time. So your mind was all on football. And so obviously we need to do some of that, um, but they've also got to get control of, of that locker room. And yeah. that goes to the, a lot of, you know, that's not necessarily on all the coaches. That's on those seniors. That's on those captains that are in the locker room that are not taking care of that, and that's really unfortunate. So, you know, by this point in the season, though, like if things have been a little loosey-goosey in the locker room, it's got to be really difficult to rein that back in as a leader, isn't it? Well, there's the deal. There's a difference between being loosey-goosey and being one prepared and actually knowing what's going on. I mean, you can. there's going to be guys, you see locker rooms where they're dancing, or I know the Raiders, they're smoking cigars mm-hmm. and, and certain things like that. Like there's a thing about having that swagger, you know, after you just beat Florida and you still have a losing record, you don't have a whole lot of swagger. 
Um, but you know, that's that's one thing. Let's get that yeah. right. Uh, but there, there's a there's an expectation that even if you're not playing, I mean, heck, the New York Giants just or the, the Jets just had a meeting and they cut a guy and then they yeah. didn't cut him. But it was a, he was a locker room favorite. I mean, mm-hmm. you got to take control of the locker room. You know, so you can have the swagger, but you got to have control of it. Yeah, it's just, and again, it's these were walk-ons in a, in a part of the. They weren't with the uh, with the rest of the team. It was just a bad look. Uh, you know, it wasn't de- it wasn't the reason they went out and they uh, and and they they were just completely we, flat. We always called that the Green Mile, kind of the annex. The, they were out of the way. You know, that the, the people that are back there, but those guys have they to kill re- people at the end of the Green Mile. Well, yeah, <laughs> but they got to respect that. I mean, if right. you're a walk-on, I was a walk-on. And you got to do everything right. You don't have a chance to get in trouble off the field, on the field, in classroom. You didn't. You don't get those opportunities. And so, one, you've got to take you know some ownership of mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it's it just again didn't have anything to do with the reason that no. they got hammered. It was it, it was just a bad look, especially that it comes out in the second half, and all of a sudden people are like, "Well, here, this is why." Right. It's just it's just it's a very very odd situation. Talking with uh, Brett Good from the. Good team at Collier and Associates, and um, uh, this week's a bounce-back game against an opponent that, I mean, frankly, I mean, the 30-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, this doesn't feel like you're going to have – you're not going to have 77,000 in there screaming their heads off. This just feels like one of those games where if they're not locked in, this thing could be a lot closer than uh, than we want it to be. Definitely can be, and those are the games that kind of catch up on you. You know, it's a it's an evening game. You know, a lot of things going on during the day. Um, you got family and friends that because th- these players still have family and friends mm-hmm. that come in. They're still human beings, and so they've got to come in and, and try to right the ship. They go into film knowing that they can kind of beat this opponent pretty good. I think they thought that maybe last week too. Yeah. So um, hopefully those walk-ons and everybody else that's on the look teams are giving a better look this week and give them. You know, we, we're kind of locked in because we do need to go out there. You know, and I've said this before. It's not necessarily just about coaches and, and where or not they're going to be next year. A lot of these players. They had. They may want to go to another school. Or they, this is like a job interview. You know, you have to consider mm-hmm. that with an NIL and everything that's going on. You, they've got to go out and perform because I promise you, these coaches are looking at what what are you doing when things aren't going good, and that you know that carries a lot. When things are going poorly, as they are right now, percentage wise, how much of this is on the players? How much of this is on the coaches? Because at some point, you know, the coaches can only do so much. You know, once you go between the white lines, Sam Pittman's not out there. You know, if you if you're going to put a percentage on it. I'd say it's a lot more than a lot of people understand. I think there's a lot of – if you look at the mistakes we're having, you know, that's there's a lot of that that's on the players, it seems like, um, because you, you look at the coaching staff and it's kind of like, what what's going on? What do we just do? It's almost like Bill Belichick's face after the fake spike. You mm-hmm. know, like, we can ha- like, like, what are we doing? And that's that, things that you don't expect to happen on that. You, you know, if everybody was lined up – you know, you look at really good defenses, like in Alabama, Georgia – they do those little things right. They're always, you know, they're hitting their gaps. The defensive side of the ball, offensive side of the ball, they're blocking their, you know, those things. We're missing a lot of easy reads that you can see on, you know, yeah. just just at the naked eye, like not watching like coaches tape. You can see we're making those same mistakes. And I know the coaches are going through that. Coaches are, you know, a coach is always a coach. You know, they're still going to correct mm-hmm. those things. And so at some day, some some point, those players have to take some ownership of that too. Uh, let's uh, move to the National Football League. And uh, the Packers are home underdogs with the L.A. Chargers this week. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not surprising considering the way they've been playing. Um, but they, you know, this is a great week in the NFL. They, they get five games to that record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Five yeah. games. Down to the wire. Down to the last second. Yeah. You know, yeah. Obviously, the Buffalo not knowing that 
count to 12 or not, <laughs> you know, certain things you make. But the Packers, they're doing well. They're, they're, I think they're making strides, but they've still got a long way to go. I like the rookie receivers. I love the defense. Um, but, again, it's just you, you got to – to be a successful organization, you've got to keep making strides and knowing not every year is going to be, a, you know, a year that you're going to just go dominate. And I think that's where, obviously, we're at. Aaron's gone. It's a young team. It's one of the youngest in the NFL so you've got to just keep getting better each week, and so far they have been. Well, you brought up his name, so now we feel like we, we can ask. <laughs> um, you know, he's been hinting for the last couple of weeks that, you know, he could be back in mid-December. Now there's the big conspiracy theory that it wasn't a calf in, just in injury. It was actually a high ankle sprain, but the timeline to me would be off on that. High, high, you've had high, a high ankle. I mean, that's four weeks, yeah. maybe. I don't think that's high ankle. I think just looking at the injury, I mean, they, he even showed himself after a mm-hmm. surgery. You know, you're not going to just go pose in a, in a hospital room, you know, <laughs> and just act like you, you know, you're in there right. for a, for a high ankle sprain. So, I guess what did he say the other day? Like three weeks? Or something yeah, like that. yeah. They so, think they think he could be back mid December yeah. or mid wow. to early December. And now their their playoff chances are not looking good um, after losing no. again. But that the division's a, a disaster. The oh, Bills are look on the outside looking in. And then you got New England, and mm-hmm. you got Miami. You can't beat a team above 500. Yeah, it's, it's bad. You know they have 36 consecutive drives without a touchdown. The Jets. Wow, oh, that's not going to win you many games. Oh. I mean, you talk about they, all the turnovers and everything. That all they got to do is, I mean, they're not turning it over on offense. Mm-mm. No, they're punting. They get, they're, they're punting, <laughs> and it's like all you've got to do is not turn it over and just get some yardage. You'd be a lot better off. I, and I asked you this, and I'll, I'll pull this question away from you. You're running down on punt coverage, and somebody gets blown up. Uh, how many times are you guys watching that in the film room? A lot. <laughs> Does that uh, make like yeah, a Christmas And you're tape? hoping it's not you, and you're, <laughs> and you're really hoping it's uh, after a win. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. A different, it's a different attitude in that, in that meeting after a win compared to a loss. Because if it's a loss, you're, you're kind of getting chewed out. And these guys today, they can't take getting chewed out. I mean, you can tell a lot of them, they've, it's a different era. They, we got chewed out all the time, and you just kind of – it's the same thing about the coach's really. speech. You learn to just – let it go. Kind of let it roll. Yeah. Talk with a bread good for the good team to call your associates. I'm always, I'm always curious, like, you know, how much does that make the Christmas party tape? You know, 85 gets blown up. You know, he's not looking one way. His head's not on a swivel. And uh, somebody, somebody a, ear holes. Yeah, if, if it's not an illegal hit for a penalty, yeah, you're getting it all. Well, now when you, when, you know, when you were there, you when were I was talking. There, about, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, you could, you could, you could do you know, all kinds of things. You call them lookout blocks. So, Look out! Yes, and, and you're running down the field. The best is when you're running down the field and you see somebody beside you get like knocked over. <laughs> you're laughing as you're still running. Uh, so it's it's quite interesting. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. You gotta get blown up. You're like, oh, sorry, yeah. dude. Yeah, my bad. Sucks that looks like you. it hurts. <laughs> Wow. You ever have one of those conversations on the sidelines? You're like, I never saw him. Never saw him. Oh, no, him. yeah. You, you say, I didn't see him, or I did see him. But either way, it's, I saw it coming. <laughs> what are you going to do, though? I mean, you can't stop a guy running that fast. Absolutely not. It's absolutely no. ridiculous. But um, So a couple other things about the the NFL. And I mean, people, again, you, you did it for so long. It's such a high level. And, and all this, we're getting to that point where teams and guys are going to start checking out a little bit. You know, somebody, you know, the Chicago Bears, the Bears are awful. But they, they got it up, and they, they win a game last Thursday night. Do you guys sense that as you're going through? I mean, this team just doesn't want to be here today. Yeah, you, you sense that. But, you know, I, I keep going back to that statement, even when I talk about the Hogs, that when you're, when you're losing, you're doing a job interview. And I know my first year in 2008, we finished 6-10. and 10. Um, I think we started off like either 2-1 and one or 3-0 and oh to start that season. That was Aaron's first year. And it was amazing to me that as, as everything kind of went down that line, you really do understand through the building, you know, every Tuesday – 
It's, it's a tryout. So they've got guys coming in to try out for the practice squad for next year and also if there's an injury. Um, and I was one of, the go- one of those guys at one time. So it's truly a job interview week in and week out. And the NFL is going to keep moving. You know, mm-hmm. that's going to yeah. keep rolling. These owners are going to – they're going to keep advancing and they're going to keep making money and they're still going to put products on the field. So as a player, you know, there's only a few that can check out mm-hmm. for certain reasons, but you better be ready to go. Well, and, and Is Deshaun Watson one of those guys? Well, I mean, if you give somebody that much guaranteed money, I mean, we've, we've seen his whole deal. That's, that's uh, yeah, a different okay. – I mean, that's like Russell Wilson. We don't know about what's going on there. but They're the, winning. The normal They're four guys, and two since they, they gave up 70. I know. They're doing good. They, they've had a ride of the ship. But, you, but all those guys, you know, you've got mm. – let's say eight players on each team can maybe get away with doing some of that, but the majority has to go out there and work week in and week out. The, uh, the thing, too, about college that I was thinking about when you're talking about putting a, you know, a resume on tape and everything is that so many people – will get the, um, and it's like hundreds of players, will get the advice from whoever, hey, you know, go to the portal, and then they'll just be there. Like, mm-hmm. nobody will take them out. And so, you know, you're talking about if it comes down to a school choosing between two people, if they see lackluster effort on your tape, probably going to go with the other guy instead of you, right? Oh, absolutely. And in, in, in today's society of where you got to win, win now, you know, obviously these coaches are going through the portal a lot more than, you know, just trying to get a high school freshman coming into college. We understand that. But, you know, last time I looked, wasn't the portal like 3,500 people still in it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, you're yep. getting all these guys that are getting that bad advice. They can't they, – you, your university doesn't want him back. You know, if a guy doesn't want to be here, let him go. And so then you've got to, you've got to replace him. That's the hard part. And so all these kids through this transfer portal are losing on the biggest thing is an education. You know, they may miss out on $5,000 of an NIL for the majority of mm-hmm. these guys – but they're missing out on what what they're really going to college for. And so we've got to get that fixed so that they can kind of continue that trend to, to better themselves. Talking with Brett Good from the Good Team at Collier and Associates. Who's the weirdest teammate you ever had? Where you just feel like, <laughs> that dude's different. Or stay away from that guy. You know, you have some uh, you have some dogs. You have some fighters. You got some. You have different type of guys. In every locker room, you know, offensive linemen are always typically the same. Defensive linemen, you got, you got some different guys. Every, every position group's unique. I, I, there wasn't just some weird guys because we had fun with everybody. Like, mm. I get along with everybody. It doesn't matter. Um, you know, even the guys that park in front of you, you know, out in front of your, your yard, <laughs> I'd get along with them because I'm just friendly. So, you know, things in the, like in college, everywhere, even high school, like, just, you just don't say that. Your teammate, your brother. And, you know, you, you're, you got some guys like Yeah, but I mean, there's somebody, just, there's somebody you're just like, that boy's different. Yeah, they're different. Yeah, but they, they've got, you know, like they may have a screw loose, but that's also, <laughs> that guy's also going to run through a hole that's and, true. and hit, hit somebody, and you're glad that he's on your team. All right. Let me rephrase. Who's the, the dude you're on the other side? We were just like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just going, I'm not even going to make eye contact. I tell you what, when I was at Arkansas and I saw Sasha. Like he, oh, gosh, he would hit yeah. anybody. Like yeah. he, he was that guy. Oh, he hit your grandmother. Yeah, he didn't care. I mean, Mark Pierce, like all those guys, like Boo. Like, well, fullbacks. Yeah, fullbacks. Full fullbacks, John Coon and Green <laughs> yeah, Bay. Yeah, fullbacks. I mean, it's fullbacks. Like we always used to like laugh at John Coon saying you got a really good, strong strong jawline. You know, somebody that you wouldn't mess with. Right. He's up he there. was also 6'2 when he came into the league. He was 5'11 when he left. Yes. Yeah, he's I'm up there from Shippensburg. Yeah. Pennsylvania, you know, really tough. Yeah, tough it's, full, it's a fullback thing. It's a fullback thing. So, I mean, you got to be know. nuts to run run through a hole, and your whole job is to run into somebody. Yeah, and think about, you know, offensive linemen, defense linemen, they're typically a yard apart. You know, linebackers and fullbacks, they're getting a running start <laughs> yeah. every single play. Mm-hmm. We, we see, like, a lot of these NFL deals. Is there really a constant conversation going on between offensive and defensive linemen? The whole time. <laughs> Everything's a conversation. That's what that's what's so great about it is is 
you know, we talked about the speech. We're always talking, whether it be jokes, you're talking about fam. I mean, you're always doing something. You're trying to get somebody off their game. It's just part of the part of it. It's fun. <laughs> you ever look? You guys play the Ravens? See Ray Lewis? Because I, I mean, I've heard like Ocho Cinco talk about. I don't want any part of that. We guy. did play them, but luckily, I mean, I didn't have to have any okay. Punt. So uh, hey, didn't have hey, to have any. They any... didn't do a punt safe. He was at the eight point in his career where he was old enough. He wasn't on punt safe anymore. Good for him. So that was really nice. I did go up against Vince Wilfork one time. That's a he, big whoa. Tone. That's he, a big. I think boy. he stuck like one finger out at me, and I kind of just took off rolling. So, <laughs> um, you know, every time they came out and punt safe, I know them. And then uh, who was it? The Giants. They used to have that NASCAR package where they put straight yeah. in all those guys. Yeah. Um, they'd rush some punts. That was a lot of fun. You Justin know, Tuck it and sucked and all week in practice. You had to block the def- our defense line, and then you go to the game, and it's just it's nonstop. I'm like, this is why I'm not a left tackle. I want want to do my job, and then I want to go over to the side. I'm good with my pay. I'm right here just having fun. You're listening to the Ruskin and Zach podcast brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. Here to help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs. Call Joey and his team at 479-312-7369 or check them out online at unitedrw.com. Join the local conversation on the McClarty Daniel Hotline, 866-285-4005. McClarty Daniel, a vehicle for every lifestyle. Welcome to McClarty Daniel Country. With six giant locations and over 3,000 vehicles, Northwest Arkansas is McClarty Daniel Country. Stop by one of our showrooms today to shop our full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. McClarty Daniel is proud to be your premier automotive destination. Need service? We work on all makes and models six days a week. Plus, our full-service collision center can repair anything from a minor ding to a major collision. Have you visited McClarty Daniel Country? Visit us online at McClartyDaniel.com. It's football season at your neighborhood Buffalo Wild Wings. And with 64-inch TVs, beer, burgers, and, you know, wings, Buffalo Wild Wings is the best choice to watch the big game. So bring the gang and join us this football season at your local Buffalo Wild Wings in Bryant, Little Rock, Sherwood, Conway, Jonesboro, and Fort Smith. Buffalo Wild Wings, beer, wings, sports, and your home for any game. Roar! Uh, DQ is here now. Um, this was uh, very popular a couple weeks ago when I wasn't last here. Week, yeah, uh, DQ, last uh, week. Oh. Uh, they, they, DQ gave us some um, shopping items for teenage uh, girls. If, right. Know, for, yeah, and for I felt and I felt bad because I said I wasn't. I said I was not going to do teenage boys because I don't know the mind of one. <laughs> Who does? But um, I figured it out. I did research. Okay. From our perspective, we can just sit back, put our feet up, and uh, DQ I will take you home. I have quite a few. I think I'm so, going to so have guys, me a cold beer. What we're doing right now is we're giving you an opportunity to to settle in, get grab a writing utensil. Uh, DQ will put these. You have a graphic. Grab I a, do, yeah. I okay, made we'll one. put this up later. Grab a number two pencil out of your ceiling tile. That's right. And uh, <laughs> onward we go. All right. All right, DQ. Okay. So much... Like last week, um, this is just a base gift guide. Okay. Because obviously, you know your child better than I know your child. Yeah. But so this you, is you a... Think, you, you would think so. You yeah. think so. This is a, a teenage boy, young adult, male son gift guide. Okay. For you. Um, so I'm going to start out with uh, like stocking stuffer things. That's stocking, mm. not stalking. Stocking stuffer. That's a different deal. Um, Okay, so one is something that he's probably not going to buy for himself, and that's chapstick. 
Mm. It, like if you don't Love use it. chapstick every single day, it's just not something you think about. Um, and he honestly, it's winter time, probably needs it. Get him mm. um, yeah. instead. But yeah. So yeah. my recommendation is Aquaphor chapstick, but regular chapstick brand, any kind works. It's fine. It's like it's just a good it's a good gift for anybody, but you know, we girls do, buy themselves chapstick. We do not recommend Carmex. We don't Says recommend you. I don't recommend Carmex or anything that they have to like squeeze out of any sort of tube. Darn right. Okay. Right. The next, uh, the other stocking stuffer idea that I had is um, deodorant. Mm. Not saying like your kid smells bad or anything. <laughs> they do. But, they probably do. They um, do. Kids. It's think. just something you can never have enough of, and it's something that like, oh, I've ran out and I forgot. Now I don't have any. They have extra. Um. If you don't know what kind they wear, they probably wear the Old Spice deodorant or like Dove Men's Spray. Um, okay. So just uh, just the idea. Okay. I like this. Okay. My next one. So also what I noticed is that there are a lot of parallels in between the boys and the girls mm -hmm. list. It's just like different, you know, how you, different fonts okay. of gifts. But um, the next is a water bottle, something that he's also probably not going to get for himself. I'd recommend the Hydro Flask 24 ounce or 32 ounce because um, it fits in a backpack pocket super easy. Okay. Um, uh, easy to carry. I'd stay with like the neutral colors like black, white. There's like a green. You know, don't get don't get them like a purple one. No, no, no. Stick to you the know, basic. Just, yeah. Just get like a color. basic like kind of neutral color, and you probably appreciate one because, oh. like I said, it's probably not something he'd necessarily get for himself. Okay. My next one is going to be a little bit more specific. If he's into like playing video games or like computer stuff. Teenage boy, isn't he? He probably has like his whole computer set up already. So you probably don't need to mess with that. He probably has the Xbox Game Pass or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but something I would suggest is maybe uh, so he'd have like a fancy keyboard. Um, it's called a mechanical keyboard. Uh, you can get keycaps. For that they have a ton on amazon they're really nice okay for people who don't know what keycaps are it's just the little little caps that you can take off of any keyboard so like the button that you physically press that's Got a it. keycap okay wow. i did not know that i've learned yeah. something okay um they have really nice ones on amazon you just have to and they're like pretty inexpensive you just have to make sure two things that he has a mechanical keyboard and that he probably has like the right side numbers, if you know what I mean, mm -hmm. on a regular yep. on a standard keyboard. Make sure that they correlate with like the kind of keyboard he has. Okay. Also, that's a gift that like ask, maybe a ask some questions. Okay. Okay. Because you you the parent don't know. Yeah. You need to gather as much intel as you can. Okay. Another thing that would go for the computer is a new desk mat. They get disgusting and dirty what, really what's quickly. A desk, mat? a desk mat, like a computer mouse pad. Oh, okay. But like okay. a big one. Got it. Um, they have them on Amazon, but they kind of some of them aren't great quality. The brand I would suggest is called OmniType. Uh, o M N I Type. Um, it's a really good brand. They only sell desk mats, desk mats, and there's a ton of options. So okay. I would suggest going And there. none of this is overly expensive either. No, this stuff isn't. The desk mats probably go for like $25 and the oh, gosh. keycaps are like $20. By the way, I, I ordered half of the things that you suggested last week. Oh, really? For Kinsey for Christmas. Yeah. Aw. Okay. You're set up then. My yeah. next one, um, it's also kind of technology related. Like last week, a phone charging stand. It You know, you can get that for any 
gender of child. Okay. <laughs> um, it'd be really helpful, but um, if he doesn't have a good speaker, I recommend like getting an Alexa or a JBL Flip 5 speaker. Yep. It looks like a pill. Like it looks like yep. the pill speaker. Those are sharp. Um, they're really good. Uh, that's just what I would suggest. Um, also similar to girls, like I said last week, Legos are super popular right now. There's probably a good chance that uh, your son likes Legos or might be into them, even no matter like the age. It's not like a childish thing anymore, if that yeah, makes they're, sense. They're great for stepping on in the middle um, of the night. It's awesome. <laughs> they have like good architectural sets that like, you know, would be more gravitated toward boys. Um, but they also have like Star Wars sets that, you know, are really interested or like that are really popular. They have like the Millennial Falcon and the Darth Vader's helmet if you wanted like the more expensive ones, but they also have cheaper sets too. Uh, Jesse Mountain Home has a question for you. He mm -hmm. says that um, it's probably smart to make sure your teenager, your, especially a boy, has deodorant all the time, not yeah. just Christmas. Yeah, Do but you have any suggestions on getting them to use it? It's just a good stock. It's just a stocking stuffer okay. is more. I wouldn't suggest like wrapping it up. Okay. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, that's what I would suggest with Lego sets. Just they have tons of uh, different brands of Legos. So I would just whatever your kid is interested in. Where do you come down on AP would like to know a stack of job applications? Yeah, that's good, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my next one is going to go with clothing. Uh, guys are super easy to shop for with clothing. They wear, like, two things. Kind of basic basics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know your son's sense of style, but everyone looks good. Hobo is generally everyone the sense of style. Everyone enjoys a hoodie. Everyone enjoys, like, a crew neck sweatshirt type. I would suggest... Champion or Nike brands for these. Um, they like they are the most expensive, but they make they are the best quality. Um, the Nike ones are called the Nike Sports Club hoodies or crewnecks. That's it's the most comfortable one. Um, it's kind of a bigger gift, but like if he doesn't have a puffer coat, what's a puffer coat? Like a puffy coat. Oh, okay. No, a no, puffer okay. coat. I, I know what you're talking about. Okay, okay. Um, gotcha. They have them at Old Navy if you're like. That are less expensive, but obviously I would recommend the Patagonia one. But they are the like Patagonia, Columbia, North Face ones. They're really expensive, but they're really good quality. And if you tear them, you can send them back. You know who and wears Patagonia and North Face? Wonder Boy over here. I don't have any Patagonia. Yep, North Face. I do. But um, yeah. That was so, not a cheap coat, by the way. <laughs> I yeah, I have one. It's not. Um. Good lord. But so I would just recommend like. A hoodies, crewnecks, like sweatpants, you know, lounge clothing. Um, uh, lounge everyone, wear. everyone likes that. Good pair of pajama pants. Everyone likes those. Yeah. And some eating pants. Uh, DQ, we did get a text here. Uh, when is the explosives fireworks section coming? That would be a. You have to know your kid more than I okay, do. Got it. <laughs> okay, my last one is gonna be shoes. I gave y'all two. Uh, I gave uh, the list of two shoes last week, right. so I'm gonna do the same. Um, I used to hate them, but I think I've come around on them. I don't own a pair, but my dad does. Hey, dudes. Why is that, um, DQ? Why have you come around on them? Because my dad owns a pair, mm. and I bought him a pair, and he really likes them. Okay. Um, hey, dude. They come in a thousand different colors. They're fairly inexpensive. Um, this is like when you're going to have to know your kid mm -hmm. to like get the color and style that they want, but they're... Like really, really comfortable. You can kind of wear them with most things. So I would recommend those. 
Um, and then my last uh, gift and my last shoe option, they're the sne their sneakers are called On Clouds. They're very popular right now. It's like a running everyday tennis shoe. Ooh. Um, I don't. Do you have to run? No. Okay. They're good. an everyday tennis oh, shoe. Oh no, but no, I've seen these. They're very, very comfortable. Um, I personally don't think they have good women's styles, but like the men's styles look really I good. Thought, I thought these were Dolce Gabbana. <laughs> I've seen no. people with them. Um. Okay. No. So. Um, okay. For like the everyday shoe, I would go for it's called Cloud Nova. So the on cloud Cloud Novas. Um, they are kind of expensive, so just keep that in mind. But you know. It's a, it's a very comfortable shoe and what it's about good quality. A, Nate has a question here. What about a book called "Cleaning My Room for Dummies"? You know, that's Ooh. that's good too. <laughs> uh, what, where do you come down on Crocs? Are they on? The I don't like Crocs. I would never get Crocs as a gift. Um, I would never recommend Crocs, but people like them. What okay. a gag gift! All right, yeah. we'll Crocs. put these up on uh, on our Twitter page. But so, yeah. Also, uh, this is just a base gift. If oh, you like, need some filler gifts in there or that you, can you know, I, like I told you, I used half of your list. And I probably will go back to it at some point. Your last last week, uh, Kinsey's getting half that stuff. Good. She should enjoy it. Did she, you get her the Uggs? Uh, no. No, be, Kinsey is... They kind of... They I don't know if they are even still in stock. She asked for a pair of Jordans instead. Oh. So that's what uh, that's what she'll be getting. Get both. No. <laughs> that's like $1,000. I still work here. But you don't love your kid? <laughs> Not that much, no. Uh, Sheldon in West Fork says uh, Crocs are more comfortable than Hey Dudes. Well, Sheldon, you're a hobo. I wow. just cannot wow. believe that, though. What ha wow. can, can I ask you a question? And, mm. and this just this happened only recently. Um, I was at I was not uh, not only at my daughter's middle school, but I've been at the high school a couple of days doing some things for for the school. When did kids stop dressing to go to okay. school? That must be a thing that's like a bigger high school thing, or uh, maybe they do it at Elkins now. But at Elkins, when I was there, we were not allowed to wear pajama pants. Pajama pants and Crocs are what these we kids were not, are wearing, and we sweatshirts. We weren't allowed to wear that. Okay. Like, we p pajama pants, specifically. Uh, Doug and oh. Roger says uh, teenage boys make fun of Hey Dudes. Doug, that made you... Again, clicks are okay. all different. Well... Okay, I'm thinking of uh, like Elkins specifically. Mm. I think almost every single one of them wears. Oh, well, hey there dudes. you go. So if you're from like a small southern town, I would. <laughs> There's a text. Go to any junior high right now. You'll see half the kids wearing Crocs. No, I did. I did. My daughter does it. I was like, she came out this morning. She's in sweatpants and Crocs. I'm like, get dressed, hobo. Uh, yeah. Remember when getting That's what dressed? They wear now. Remember when getting dressed for school was a big deal? Yeah. Had a dress code. Yeah. Uh, DQ, he's a 10, but he wears Crocs. I don't like them. Okay. Right. I think they're ugly. Uh, here's day drinking in the 501. Let's hope Kenzie or a friend isn't listening. That's not a problem. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, kids don't listen we're, to we're, this. We're good there. I mean, we've met a couple kids, but yeah. not. No. Yeah, and, and those kids will probably be locked up soon, so we don't have yeah, to Yeah, they'll be out there on a, well, they'll be All on right. some sort of plan. So she'll, program. she'll put these up here shortly, and uh, you guys can go uh, go shopping. DQ has done your Christmas shopping for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hacker says first period athletics is why you see kids dressed down in the morning. No, Hacker, it's not just the kids. Believe me, the kids that were that I saw were not doing first period athletics. Yeah. It's the art kids I think, too. Yeah. I think it's everybody. Thing. I, I, this is mind boggling to me. You walk in there, and I mean, I'm like, I have those pajama pants, and I have that sweatshirt. 
Mm. I don't have the Crocs thing, but yeah. Uh, Al says he's seen Hey Dudes on church league softball players. Yeah, but can you wear them to church? DQ? Yes. Oh, well, you can. at least mine. You have them? No, I at least my church. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, it's one of those, uh, you know, come as you are situations. Oh, yeah. Southern yeah. Baptist. It's not know. a Christian fashion show like Southern where I went Baptist. to church, you know. Yeah. Southern Baptist, of course. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. You have a house band? We have a praise band. So, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Max Weinberg 7. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, see, Cody Mountain Home's right. That's a bold move for a boy to wear sweatpants or pajama pants to junior high. Your chance of getting pantsed. Yeah, that's a uh, yeah, that's very, very You better high. be confident that no one's gonna do that. Yeah. I can tell you in Midlow in eighty nine, you wore you wore sweatpants. You were getting pants. Somebody was gonna test it, see if the draw the drawstring was tied. Yeah, that drawstring was uh gonna be under some duress. Right. You. right? It was gonna be But I'm wearing sweatpants next Thursday, Thanksgiving. Well, you have to. Well, I mean, you got to prepare yeah, you gotta multiple have, rounds over you hours. Gotta have and, a, you got to have that extra stretchy band, and you got to make oh, sure yeah. you're comfortable. Yeah, because la- you don't want to be uncomfortable at Thanksgiving, you know, with all the people around and the family and everything. Uh, oh, boy. Jamie and Fayetteville, he got a loofah. can what? you read this text. Go ahead. He said that he got a loofah like five <laughs> years ago, and it's looking rough. Yeah, it's time for a new one. You were supposed to replace them every like six months. I a five-year-old loofah? That's disgusting. <laughs> I hope he's kidding. My God. That can't be real. Uh, I'm, I'm choosing I hope to believe... he's kidding, please. <laughs> I'm choosing to believe that's not real. You're supposed to replace them uh, fairly please. often. Like how often? Like six months. Really? Yeah. Like a toothbrush? Like one. your toothbrush. You're supposed to replace that every six months? Yeah. Yes. See, those of us that go to the dentist, every I, uh, we get a new toothbrush every time we go, which is about we every six months. the ones months. that are soft and they don't yeah. work. They, they, oh, those, but I'm it's a, a reminder really, to update your toothbrush. I'm mm. a really aggressive brusher. No way. So, that is the least so surprising my, thing you've ever said. So my bristles you, get pretty flat. You brush with a purpose. <laughs> I destroy my enamel on accident. My uh, my toothbrush has this blue thing on the side of the bristles, and when the blue goes away, it's time to get a new brush. How about that? What world are you living in? That's that's what I use. Huh. When, when it's blue, when the blue goes away, it's time to get a new. Uh, but it never truly goes away, so you have to play this game of is it low enough to change <laughs> or can I squeeze another couple weeks out of this thing? Uh, DQ, Texter of the 479 wants to know he's a 10, but he also has a 10-year-old Bupa. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> can you imagine? Yes, actually. In a 60-year-old bathroom with a 10-year-old Lufa. I, uh, I have a Lufa that is not within the six-month window. You're Pre-war. supposed to replace them. Why? Are those expensive? No, they're a dollar. So. That's what I thought. They hang. They don't even have shelves for why? loofahs at why the store. Re- they hang. Why am I replacing it? Because it gets gross bacteria. and grimy. But don't you put soap on it, which kills the bacteria? It no. doesn't matter. It also the the whatever the loofs are called. Hey, you wash your washcloths, don't you? Yeah. Okay. Well, a loofah is a washcloth how, you never how wash. How often do you wash your your uh, towels? Once a week. You? Sometimes twice. Once a week. Depends on usage. Yeah. All right. When do you wash your towels? Well, I have a rotation, so uh, it's probably once a month, but it's just me. 
Well, you got like 30 towels over there yeah, or something? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of... Oh, you hacked the system. Yeah, I'm, I'm a towel millionaire. I see. I got a lot of those. I need 30 pairs of underwear. That way I can only do that once a month. Yeah, you know that'd what be mean? nice. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. yeah, people are very surprised by the, the loofah thing. I did not know that. Please replace your loofah. <laughs> Here's a text on the McClarty Daniel hotline. There's a bar of soap that's been in the corner of this guy's shower since 2006. Ew. <laughs> okay, that's gross. Clean your shower. Germs are building a town in there. <laughs> what if you spray your loofah no. with Lysol? No. That's bad no. for your skin because your loofah's going on your Everyone skin. Everyone needs Fine. to go to the store after work and you know, get a loofah. Instead of giving away a mortgage, maybe we should give away a <laughs> deep clean of someone's house. <laughs> get to the Walmart meeting tomorrow. I was like, man, we had this run on loofahs. I don't know what happened. Basic yeah. hygiene habit class. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, buy that deodorant. Your kids smell bad. Yeah. That's another please. important tip. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.